welcome, welcome. Well, nobody's in here yet, but we'll see how this goes. I don't even know why I'm here. I actually never know why I'm uh, doing it live. It's just the vehicle. Hello. There we go. Welcome. I hope everybody has a, a drink of, of choice. Thanks for coming in. I really, I don't know uh, what I'm doing here, frankly. I'm just gonna tell this is all 100% cycle journal. Hello, 100% the vehicle. I really never know when uh, when I do a live, why I'm doing the live. It's, uh, oh, hello. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing well. I have no idea really why I ever do these lives, but it's just the, the fourth line body, I guess, doing what it wants to do. I'm just here to watch and kind of see what happens. It's fucking burning hot out here. We'll see how long I can last. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hot outside, but I enjoy it. Somebody asked me a question. Let's get something going. So I, have no, I have no idea why I'm actually here. There's some sort of a, some sort of reason for it. Yeah, I wouldn't say a reason, but the vehicle's pretty smart. No questions. Oh, maybe, maybe later. Can you join? Well, yeah, maybe later. Ask a. Uh, uh, ask a question just in the comment section for now. Human design stuff, you ask the question in the comment section. <laughs> uh, Mara wants to hear about rightness today, okay? I talk about that a lot. Uh, I'm all right. More or less the... Jessica, you made it. <laughs> rightness, okay, what, what, uh, I mean, what about rightness? I could do like a five-hour monologue on rightness if, if, uh, <laughs> if I felt like it. Having an open route with a defined 
and sacral. Um, so healing, pipe throw. Okay, so we got a few questions. Um, Amara, I'm gonna need you to be more specific about what you'd like to hear on rightness. It's a very broad subject. Um, Delilah, uh, trajectory is, uh, here's something that, I, that really irritates me about um, software that's not uh, actual Jovian software. Things like trajectory are really uh, relevant. It's uh, all it's saying is, are you left or are you right? And then the keynotes that we have for it aren't the literal meaning, right? So my trajectory, for instance, is is novice, okay. And the left trajectory is master. Now, it, my trajectory is novice, not because I know less, but because I'm right. So I take everything in. I don't need a master. I don't need somebody. To, I don't need to sit there and master a skill at all, whereas somebody who's left does. So there's there's just a lot of um, there's so many things that. <laughs> Yeah, people are like, my trajectory is this. Uh, no, just just stay out of that. Follow your strategy and authority because it's not. Once we get into that stuff, we're getting into a whole other discipline of of, uh, of human design. That's some good questions. Um, healing hype girls question is: I would love to hear about having an open root with the defined sacral. Um, I mean, my my. Uh, my mom has a has a completely open root, and she's a pure generator. Um, you just you really got to be careful about the pressure that you put on yourself, the pressure that you that you accept, and the people that you put yourself around. Um, you'd have a lot of health problems if you have a completely open root, and you have people that are um, stimulating uh, your your adrenal glands. That's that's what the root is. It's, it's adrenal. Um, so if that's you know if that's something that you're running into issues on, clean up the people in your life. Make sure that uh, you're not putting too much pressure on yourself. Uh, key different human design projector. What are some key differences between emotional waves to the throat versus waves connected to the root center? Uh, this is a great question. Um, so if it's coming from the root center, the root center is adrenalized energy. So you've got. Uh, adrenaline energy coming from the root center to the solar plexus between two motors. Okay. Um, those channels are projected channels and everything that's coming from the root to the solar plexus this is the first thing to understand. Everything that's coming from the solar plexus to the throat, those are manifesting channels. Yeah, those, that channel is coming from the solar plexus to the throat and it's manifesting the energy is coming out of the throat. Um, the energy from the solar plexus to the throat is not as intense because it's not between two motors, it's actually exiting. Um, there's gonna be the waves that are, you know, anything between two motors is gonna be much more intense, um, especially in the sense that it can't be released through the throat. I mean, that's the way that I am. I'm on a 3955. I have no other activations in my solar plexus. Um, 3955, I've got a super defined root center, but no no other activations in my solar plexus. Um, unless the program activates. 
at something. But uh, uh, I, I suppose the the most important thing to to realize when we're talking about channels is is what type of channel is it? Is it a projected channel, a manifested channel, is it integration? What kind of channel is it? And then what is the type? Because somebody who has you know a manifesting generator their their channel is going to be different from a manifester if it's coming from solar plexus to to the throat because it's a different type different aura entirely different um, if something's coming from the root to the solar plexus that's a projected channel if it's a projected channel it's going to be much different for a projector than it will be for somebody else it'll have a lot more I'm looking for isn't isn't power, but uh, more more natural calibration, I suppose. Um, so that means the first thing to understand about channels is is that they're going to vary by type. There's uh, if somebody's a different type and they have the same channel, it's not the same channel, not really. Uh, if somebody is the same type and they have the same channel, it's not the same channel really, because you have over a thousand variations of just each gate. So. And then there's the neutrino imprinting on top of that. There's a lot of factors of, of resonance and that resonance mapping. So the neutrino imprinting has, a, has something to do with it as well. We're all very, very, very different. Um, the, the, the surface of the body graph is it's beautiful. I love it, but um, that's not where all the all the data is. And, you know, this is why it's important that people know. Uh, what's beyond the surface of the body graph when they do this work? Jessica, hello Jessica, deconditioning right now is relationship of deconditioning to depression. Uh, so um, deconditioning from the strategic world um, and learning to lean into rightness. Some of this could have to do with gates of melancholy. There are multiple gates of melancholy, um, especially if they're, if they're individual gates. Um, it's you know, in individual circuitry is going to carry melancholy. Um, it can be if, if if you're if you're going into lows um, as you're deconditioning. I mean, this is a theory. Take it as fact, but I would say it's it's likely because you're you're taking in less 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 stimulation, um, and in the past probably have associated stimulation with happiness. People usually associate stimulation with happiness. Um, when you're right, you know we're, we're we're here to be relaxed. We're here to observe. We're here to um, to really see. Right? You've got a right mind, right brain. You're all seeing. You're to relax, here to not be under pressure. Uh, when we change our life, you know, to the point where we're not um, allowing ourselves to be under pressure, um, that changes the people around us. And often, when the people around us change, that uh, makes us um, feel alone. Makes us makes us alone. When you're right, you're, there's already a lot of pain. When you're right, you already feel very alien in the first place. So um, you go from that to you know another layer. Takes a little while to adjust to the inertia. Um, takes a little while to adjust 
there's a period of aloneness always when it comes to deconditioning as a whole. But I would say when it comes to deconditioning, if you're right, there's a very intense period of aloneness because you have to cut so many people out of your life. You have to be so much more strict and because the quality of your life depends on it. So um, that can be difficult, it can be hard. I don't know what to expand on um, more on that, Jessica, but uh, let's talk about it more sometime in a session. We'll talk about it more sometime. Uh, Stephanie, do you want to talk about 2027? <laughs> okay, I'll get to that. I, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to 2027. Um, soul alchemy. I would love to know the difference, if any, between splenic responses in regards to authority versus intuition. Well, I mean, the spleen is the source of, in, of, of, of intuition. Um, that's the source of human intelligence, it's the spleen. If there's any authority that... <laughs> spleen is a really cool authority. If there's any authority that can really guide you along life, moment to moment, it's definitely the spleen. Intuition, that's kind of loaded in, in our, it's kind of a loaded term in our, um, I guess our industry, human design's uh, lumped in with a lot of, uh, a lot of modalities that see intuition as something that we don't see it as. Uh, intuition for, in human design is strictly associated with the spleen. It's not associated with any, uh, you know, any sort of, uh, metaphysical or um, you know, mystical um, ideas. It's just 100% intuition. Um, so there's some, some differences there. Uh, Spleen is almost really, really cool authority. Um, but as far as intuition goes, I mean, intuition is a splenic response in human design, so hopefully that helps. Harmony France, I've been noting, noticing a lot of anti-projector stuff on Facebook. Where do you think that comes from? Oh, that is hilarious. Anti-projector stuff on Facebook. Huh. I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, it's very likely that it's people that probably don't like me. <laughs> uh, I mean, anti-projector, that's funny. It doesn't really make any sense. Because here, here, here's the thing. So here's the thing. In, in six years, when everything is background frequency changes, everybody's going to have to listen to projectors. That's just the way that it is. Right? There, there, there's, there's, there's differences between types that everybody's going to have to come to grips with. Because human design isn't about equality. Equality would say, okay, projectors, you have our, you know, you have four four hours max of energy that you can do to work. But you know what? You have to work eight hours like everybody else. That's what equality is. Okay? Human design's about equity. So it's about, okay, sacral beings, you can build. You've got life force energy. You can build. You keep everything alive. You are literally the life force of the planet. Okay? And 
So that's what that's what you do, right? Now, there's many capacities that a sacral beam can do this in. But now let's, now let's look at a projector. There's only a few different things that a projector can really do on this plane, right? With the enough energy to, I mean, work for four hours a day, there's not very many things that we can do, right? So if, if uh, I mean, if, if anything, being anti-projector sounds a lot more like, um, sounds like a real self-hate problem. I mean, I, I, I love being a projector. It's what I am. I'm a projector. I wouldn't change my design ever. But, you know, it's uh, <laughs> uh, my, my, my capabilities as a projector to, to see and guide energy and recognize it. And no other type can. That's great. I also can't work. I also have about four hours in me every day, you know. Uh, I, <laughs> I also absorb everything that's around me. Uh, you know, there's, it's, there's, a, there's a serious, serious, serious problem in, in, in areas where people don't understand differentiation. They can't come to the grips of being different. They don't love themselves. They don't live their design. If they love themselves and they live their design, they wouldn't be, I guess, anti-projector. I don't know. That's so wild. I'd love to see it. Um, is that, which is, that's, that's just one of the things that it's like, uh, I mean, uh, manifestors are going out to pasture. Uh, they've been had the responsibility for super, super long, for a long time. So uh, we're coming in, we're taking, I mean, when we were projectors, we don't push people around, you know? <laughs> We're not, <laughs> we're, we're, we're guides. We give advice, you know, and, and uh, help people use their energy correctly. Um, you know, we're not here to, uh, to to push people around into, into doing um, what needs to happen so far as like leadership goes, right? Very different, very different. Um, so I don't, I mean, I don't see it uh, coming from manifestors really because that their age of responsibility is about over. They just get to do impact and they don't have to lead. Um, they get to do what they do best, which is impact. They don't have to deal so much with, um, with peopling. Um, reflectors are the, are the justices of, of the program. They, um, they have very strong auras. They are not fragile beings whatsoever. They are the justices of the program. The program is literally their life force. The, the neutrino stream is their life force. They're non-energy types like projectors, so I don't see it coming from them either. Um, so I guess if, this is funny, if, 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 if somebody is a sacral being and they have something against projectors, they must just really not know human design. You know? Cause like, that's what we're here for. Projectors are here so that sacral beings aren't frustrated. We're here because we're the only beings, we're the only beings that can guide energy. That's just the way that it is. We're the only ones that can recognize it, we're the only ones that can guide it, right? That's just the way that it is, right? That's our gift. And we're the only ones that can eliminate the frustration on this plane. We're the only ones that can turn it around. So I guess if they like being frustrated um, and they like not living their design and they don't want to be guided to live their design. They don't want somebody to, you know, help them with their energy and they want to stay burnt out and, and frustrated and, um, you know, all the other things that come with uh, a sacral being that's not awake. Um, 
then they can do that. But uh, you know, every soccer being that I know is awake. That I know that's awake. Uh, I, I only associate with soccer beings that aren't awake. Uh, <laughs> they're as correct as it gets. The sacral is 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 such a powerful force. People have no idea how powerful the sacral center is. I mean, it it it, it is literally a vortex that pulls everything to it. It's a vortex and has available energy and it continues to generate energy. If you're a soccer being, everything comes to you. And if you're correct, everything definitely comes to you. You don't need to, you don't need to manifest, you don't need to initiate, you just need to respond because your sacral center is pulling everything to you. Now, correct sacral beings understand design and understand differentiation. Correct sacral beings understand the symbiosis between projectors and sacral beings, correct ones. So, I mean, that's the difference. It's, it's, it's really simple. Um, if people want to be not self and against projectors, that's great. Uh, we'll see them in a decade when they uh, don't know what to do and they have nothing to respond to because they don't have the institutions to respond to and uh, they don't know how to live a unique differentiated life or listen to their sacral center, uh, you know, or have the humility to maybe come to somebody who can actually see their energy and show them how to use it correctly. Ah, uh, that's hilarious. Harmony, Harmony, will you send me that? Because that's funny. Okay. Sacral journal. How might someone with the left mind correctly engage with the right mind? Uh, sacral journal. I mean, the left and the right need each other, so it's just a, uh, it's just a matter of, of of how the what the rules of engagement are, right? If it's a projector like me, then the invitation needs to be there. Recognition invitation. Uh, if it's a manifester, well, there's, there's not a way because they they have to initiate. That's their rule of engagement. They have to initiate. Uh, if it's another sacral being, then you can see each other. You can respond to each other, right? Um, so difference is there. Um, there's not a there's not a rule of engagement on uh, the difference in cognitive architecture. There's just a rule of engagement on, according to time. Excuse me. Uh, Sammy D, 757 question. Also, splenic many, how to navigate. People close to me aren't on board with my way of life. Sammy D, you're a manifester. If you're a manifester, then fuck all. If people don't like the way that you live your life, they get to just deal with it. Like, that's part of being a manifester. Uh, it's a very, very difficult difficult role in the consciousness field because you're you know, mainly lone wolves. I mean, being manifestor is very difficult. It's not easy. You have to initiate everything. But if people aren't on board, then they can fuck off. <laughs> uh, Amanda Miller, I'm glad that you're able to make it. Amanda, uh, let me know if you can hear me. If my mic is, is going well in that. Melancholy Gates Unite. Yep, I've got those too. Oh, we got more people. Marley, hello. Hope everybody's going well. Uh, Amara, would you share your thoughts on... Question is, would you share your thoughts about respecting other people's design without profiling people? Um... I mean, I 
you, so you don't really prof. I mean, you don't really profile people when you understand differentiation. It's a different level of consciousness. Um, I mean, I don't. I'm a projector, so it's really easy for me to tell what somebody is. Really, really easy. That's my role. It's not everybody's role. If you're a projector, you can see energy. You can recognize it. It's very, very easy for us to feel and to know what somebody is without even talking to them. Um, uh, if they're right, then you have other abilities too, which makes it even easier. But uh, everybody's different, you know. It's like, uh, and it's very different if people are not self. Like you can't. If somebody's not self, they're not really their type. Really, they're not. They're not. And not and you know a, a not self, not self uh, projector for instance. To be a projector isn't something that you're just born. You're not just born and you're a projector. No, not for projectors. The not self projector, which is a lot because most projectors haven't been raised correctly because we're just barely starting, right? And I can't. I can't see a not self projector as a projector until they become a projector. Not really. Kind of, kind of, I can see if it's surfacing, but rather than if I see it surfacing, they're still either trying to generate or they're trying to manifest. They haven't become a projector. They're not seeing people aren't projectors until they see, right? Uh, if somebody's a sacral being and they're still trying to manifest, they're not, they haven't really become a sacral being yet. They haven't. If they're not only responding, this goes for, this goes for many gens and pure generators and emotional generators. If they're not just responding and they haven't reached it yet, they're not that yet. They were kind of born that. Yeah. That is what they are configuration wise, but they're not living it. So they haven't become it yet. Right. Now, this is the dilemma that we're running into because people, there's only a handful of children that have been raised correctly that have become adults, you know, since this knowledge came in. Now, this won't be the case in the future because we can raise children to be correct and kids will be projectors from the time that they're little until the time that they're older. It won't be, uh, you know, a projector turns X amount of years and I'm like, oh shit, I don't generate. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I don't have a sacral center. And then they have to learn how to become a projector. Um, but with any any sort of, with any type, I always just see it as, okay, you're either this or you're not self. You know, and it's really, if they're, if they're, if they're, if they're, if they're type, that's very different than if they're not self. If they're not self, they're all put together. They're all in the same gazelle herd. They're all in the, <laughs> and then that's just the way it is. There's what to do. Everybody's going to live their own life, you know? But if, if it's, it's really easy when somebody is correct. It's really, really easy to communicate, really easy to get along with them, really easy to, uh, to get to know somebody that's living uh, their differentiation because there's a natural, there's a natural respect there. There's a natural, um, natural understanding of, of differences in gifts. I hope that, uh, hope that answers your question. I've always wondered, is anxiety your way to, okay, human design projector. Is anxiety a way your body communicates to your mind? If a situation gives you anxiety, should you listen to the anxiety and get out or push through? You should listen to your authority no matter what. 
mean, if somebody's, I mean, anxiety can come from being in transference. Anxiety can come from a lot of things. Anxiety can come from chemical imbalance. It can come from a lot of things. But I think the important thing to, the important thing to recognize that makes it simple is if somebody is taking you uh, out of your flow, if somebody is, if you're plugging into somebody that gives you anxiety, makes you uneasy, then you just need to cut them out of your life. Simple. Especially if you're a projector. About 50% of that people that have been in your life, they got to go. You're a projector. That's just the way it is. Because anybody that you're around, and this is the thing about being, this is the thing about projectors that people don't realize, is every single person that we're around, we're absorbing their energy. We're absorbing from them. And if you're around sacral beings that aren't correct, you're absorbing the frustration from their sacral center, amplified at 200%. So there's a lot that can happen there, right? So, if, I mean, first off, if somebody gives you anxiety, you just need to tell them to fuck off and get out of your life, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, <laughs> okay, well, you don't need to be that extreme, okay? That's how extreme I am. But you can, uh, you can simply follow your strategy and authority, and then the, the friendship, the relationship, whatever it is, it's just going to blow up. I mean, if you're a projector and, and all of a sudden everything is by invitation, you do not initiate and you do not generate, you do not respond. If you actually become a projector, you act like a projector, you only accept the best invitations, everything's going to blow up that's not correct because only correct people are going to invite you. Hopefully that helps. Any advice, human design projector, any advice for energy projector and going into college, knowing I can't work has made it harder to choose a profession as I'm good with studying, but not with the work. Uh, in a, so in a perfect world, you're going to, in a perfect world, every projector is raised to uh, do things that complement what our, what our gifts are, right? Every projector, in a perfect world, every projector from the time that they're little is taught skills how to be a consultant, an advisor, taught how to be an administrator. Anything that has to do with guiding and advising and consulting, that's, in an ideal world, that's what the projector is going to do. Counseling, therapy, anything like that. Something that doesn't require physical work because we don't have the energy to do it, period. Um, so whatever you study, use your strategy, you know, use your authority in the first place, right? To navigate that, but know that whatever you're going into, and this is something in the future that we can have in the future. This isn't a question that somebody would need to ask because you are, you know, you've already been raised to know um, what some of the best options are. So uh, use your authority and know that whatever you choose, it, you, you cannot do more than five hours of work a day and stay healthy doesn't matter if you have defined motors or don't have defined motors it doesn't matter if you have divine motors yeah cool you can use that energy temporarily and then you're gonna be in a deficit I have two motors it doesn't mean that I can work more than five hours a day and be healthy um, so you, you, whatever whatever you, you choose it's going to be through your authority it has to be through your authority and whatever it is uh, I would recommend that it's something that is five hours of work or less a day because I mean, a majority of a majority of everything is, is overworked, especially in Western civilization. Just, just so you might as well. Harmony France, that okay. So that anti-projector stuff was from 
Some sacral beings. Okay, Harmony, can you DM that to me, please? Now we'll see if they want. Uh, see if they want to meet me. Get out of my way. <laughs> uh, I live for upheaval. Wild River as a emotional manifesting generator. I love working with projectors because they guide me and help me pass so much better. I feel sometimes I have so much energy, but it can be chaotic. Exactly. That's what we're here for. I mean, we're literally here because we're the only beings that can recognize how to use energy. So this and that. It's not as big now, but in the future, that's pretty much what we're going to be doing. And it's going to be a lot more apparent that, that that's what we're doing. Um, it's important that people accept what our gifts are and what we're here to do. Because if they don't, it's going to be very, very difficult for them in the future. Um, that's what we're here to do. And everybody's different. Uh, you know, as, as a projector, I can't, I can't hold, uh, I can't guide. Um, you can't easily guide uh, a group that's larger than five people. Uh, because of Penta configuration, right? I can guide Penta. Other beings can't, only projectors can't, and some have configurations that make it a little bit easier. I have one. Um, whereas somebody who's sacral can teach a class of 30 people. Easy, no problem. Because it's different, right? But the way that it's that it's gone about is different. Open enveloping aura can take in a lot of people. Focus, penetrating aura is just gonna go into one person at a time, right? There's just differences, and we'll always need We'll always, always need sacral beings to be the builders, to use the life force. I mean, that's, that's part of it. It's, that's, you know, that's, that's the way that it is. And sacral beings will always need us to guide. It's a symbiotic relationship. It's not about, um, you know, it's just about aces in the place. It's a really, really simple concept for anybody that understands what equity is. Super simple. Uh, Jessica, I love, love, love the projectors in my life, but, and I love being a generator. <laughs> uh, having sacral energy has gotta be pretty cool. It's a, little, a lot of energy. All I know is what it's like to, to, to fake borrow it and then uh, amplify it and then be in a, a deficit after a crash burn after a few days of absorbing it. Law driver says, Project, projectors see me so well. I just have to be open and not get caught up in a feeling that there's anything wrong with receiving guidance. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But projectors also need to make sure that you know you're inviting them um, ahead of time. Because if we don't, then you know, if we're in person, then it's like an auric assault, literally, because we're using our aura to penetrate your identity center, um, and that's just not the way that we work. It's, it's we have to we have to be invited, so. You know, it's uh, it's important that those projectors are are first off getting a formal invitation from you, and, and that you are um, you know, you're open to the guidance. Which I mean, that's really the rules of engagement. As long as you know the formal invitation comes, it generally is going to I mean, majority of the time probably going to be ready to receive the guidance. Not all the time, but uh, most of the time. Okay, Harmony, thank you, Amy Lee. Hello. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Soul Alchemy, as a quadrate projector, it would make 
as a quad wire projector, would it make sense or would it be possible to be correct in guiding someone in strategy? I used to have a job which managed hundreds of volunteers, so it was all strategy. That depends on that depends on who you are, because I mean, there's so many things that are considered strategy that aren't actually strategy, that are actually awareness. Um, if you're a quad right, you're by your very being part of the most aware beings on the planet. It's just the way it is. We, we have a lot of disadvantages on this planet, but we're very aware. Um, you know, I was a light machine gunner and a team leader uh, in Syria and Northern Iraq. Uh, I did rely on, on people in my team for their strategic capabilities and their vitamin capabilities. Um, so I guess it's gonna it's gonna depend on what the what the strategy is. Um, is it something that's more about awareness in the now? Is it something that's structured? Um, that's gonna be it's gonna be not easy for me to to answer. Um, you know, in the if we're talking about like combat, for instance, if it was like okay, you've been in a lot of combat. Like, yeah, I've seen more combat than almost anybody that I know, uh, or that I've ever met. But when that's happening, there's not strategy. It's all awareness, right? You don't create like some. You don't like create a strategy of, hmm, should we go around uh, this door or should we go around this door? You kind of just know where the fucking bombs are, right? Or where they're gonna blow, go off, and where the bullets are, and you use your awareness, right? It's like, so I don't know. <laughs> you have to be more specific on that. But uh, I mean, if you can do it, you can do it. As long as it doesn't put you under pressure, that's the thing. If you're if you're if you're receptive. And if you're fully receptive, you can do anything. As long as it's not putting you under pressure, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not unhealthy. It's only unhealthy if it's putting you under pressure and it's stressing you out. Um, Amy Lee. <laughs> uh, a beautiful footprint. I feel like people profile in a begging a lot more in the oh in the beginning a lot more when i knew the basics i had so many assumptions and now i know that there's so much more to each chart in person I know, no yeah exactly i mean it's it's pretty common in in the beginning for people too um, also depends on you know where they're getting their their human design from are they getting their human design from like the actual human design system or are they getting it from fairy tale la la land mixed with some mind candy and some magical thinking yeah <laughs> if they're getting it from uh the science of differentiation there's there's gonna be a lot more of an understanding when it comes to differentiation Mm -hmm. I was told, Sammy D, I was told as a 4-6 that opportunities only come from the people closest to me. Uh, they don't only come from the people that are closest to you, but the best, the best ones are going to come from the people that are in your network. I'm a 2-4. I'm a 2-4, which means I have no real conscious way of networking. I don't. And yet, because I'm 2-4, I'm I'm, I'm a better networker than anybody. Because the vehicle does it, right? Um, anytime that you're a fourth line, 
all the best opportunities are going to always going to come from your, from your network. It's not that you can't get other opportunities from elsewhere, but the best ones are going to come um, from people that are connected to you somehow. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be people that, people that you know, you know, immediately. It can be uh, a colleague of, of, a, of a friend or an acquaintance or something like that. Somebody that's in your network. Tristan, hi, Brayden. Do you think uh, do you think asking a sacral being a series of yes no questions rapid fire like Ross suggests is helpful in awakening the sacral response? Ah, that's a good question. That depends. That depends on if the if the sacral being is open to that and if they've invited that. If they're open to it and they've invited it, then yeah, it would be. It could be. Um, I'm a projector. I can recognize how. How to use energy so it would depend on the person that i'm that i'm working with the sacral can i mean sacral beings can wake up faster than anybody that's just the way that it is you, the sacral center is so powerful that nobody wakes up faster than sacral beings projectors and manifestors and reflectors will hit our head up against walls for like a year before we start to get it right um sacral beings it's a boom cool a month in two months in i mean they you can become correct so quickly it doesn't mean that you, you fully fully deconditioned doesn't mean that you have a full cellular transformation but nobody wakes up faster than sacral beings i think that you know using the yes or no questions yes that is absolutely is a good way but it ha would have to be invited by the sacral being you know i would never be in a, a session with a sacral being and you know and, and use something like that right uh, but if i was in a session with a sacral being and they asked me to then yeah i definitely would oh hey chris I miss you too. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Sam says, coping with your anxiety equals how to numb your authority. How to cope with anxiety at work equals you probably need a new job. Yep. Yep. On point with that. Yeah. Coping a lot of the time is just, it's... <laughs> Is, is numbing our authority. Uh, getting non-self. Uh, Maria, getting out. Brayton, getting out of non-self. Can you talk a bit about deconditioning? I mean, the first thing that you got to realize is when you get involved in human design is that everybody is not self. Everybody's not self. That's not correct, right? And you're not self as well. So you probably don't want to spend a bunch of time around people that are not self. Right? You probably don't want to take in a lot of things that are not self, right? In order to decondition, you have to remove yourself from the situations and the people, the materials, uh, the things that you consume that are conditioning you, that are homogenizing you. Um, also very effective to ask, ask yourself your not self questions, you know, wherever you have a, an open or undefined center. Uh, you know, for me, I have an undefined spleen, so it's, uh, you know, am I holding on to things that aren't good for me? That's probably one of my most, uh, one of my most difficult 
uh, I have a completely open ajna that's very wise, I have a completely open heart that's very wise. Um, but my, my sacral center is, is undefined. Uh, and my, you know, I also have, my sacral center is undefined and my, my spleen, splenic center is undefined. Those are the most difficult for me. So I, I have to ask myself my not self questions quite a bit. Um, not so much anymore. The strategy and authority for me is it's pretty much just kind of like my natural decision making process. But when I'm going through my my emotional authority um, process, um, I always ask myself my not self questions just to make sure that you know I'm not holding on to something that's not good for me, and that I'm not overdoing something. But when you're initially getting started, it's good to ask yourself your not self questions consistently, consistently. That way, when things come up and you see them, you'd say, huh, yeah, I don't need that. And I'm holding on to it and it's bad for me. Yeah. Or you say, you know, got an undefined heart center, open heart center. You can say, oh, why am I trying to prove myself? If you, have, if you don't have a defined ego, you're not here to prove yourself. You're not here to have an inflated ego. Now, if you have one that is defined, then that's a different story. So, I mean, it's a lot of it is just is knowing these little questions that you can ask yourself because deconditioning is about making the correct decisions, right? Everything about human design is about making decisions through your authority. You make decisions through your authority, you naturally decondition because you're not allowing yourself to be conditioned by conditioned choices, right? So it really takes a lot of, uh, I mean, it's like, I've said it before and I'll say it again, without a radical approach, it's never radical results. You have to really, really decide whether or not uh, you want to love yourself or not. That, at the end, that, in, at the end of the day, that's really what the decision is. The decision is, do you want to love yourself or not? You put it through that lens, it makes it a lot easier. Let's see what else we've got. Yep, maybe yeah. Yeah, Tannis, being a being a parent and being and uh, having being a, a projector and having children is not easy. Uh, you're welcome, human design projector. I hope that uh, that, that 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 does help you in your in your search in college. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, Amara. Thank you. Yep, as long as it doesn't put uh, so alchemy, as long as it doesn't put you under pressure. Yeah, that's that's it, pretty much. Uh, if you're right, if you're right, anything that puts you under pressure is is incorrect for you. Anything, anything, and anybody that puts you under pressure is incorrect for you. We're we're not here to here to be under pressure. Tristan says thank you. Was thinking about the yes to no questions as an offering in my services. Uh, I think it'd be, I think it's great, especially because you're a sacral being. So uh, I think it's very, very, uh, I think it's very correct. Uh, you know, if, you're, if your authority says so, um, as a projector, I think that's a great way to guide uh, energy. Uh, Sammy D, advice for a many parent, single parent, raising generator, 
and many generators without being drained every day. Oh, that's a difficult one. Um, you're an energy type, but you're still non-sacral, so. It's a, you gotta, gotta kinda create some boundaries, you know, make sure that when you're, that you're only sleeping alone, make sure that when it's time for you to go to sleep, that you go to sleep, right? That they're not coming in your room, that they're not disturbing you. Like you, you've got to create some pretty solid, pretty concrete boundaries as far as people being in your aura when you're non-sacral. Um, you know, so I would, I mean, the most important thing is, is that you have that, that time where you're out of, uh, out of their aura, which is generally going to be when you're sleeping. Um, that's usually the easiest time. Uh, also, you need to make sure that you go to bed before you're tired, before you're exhausted. You don't have sacral energy. You're not designed to go to bed when you're exhausted. Sacral beings are. It's healthy for them to go to bed after they've used all their sacral energy. Not for us. Even if you have energy to keep doing things or whatever, we, we need to be in bed laying down horizontal an hour to two hours before we actually fall asleep. That's going to save you uh, a lot of a lot of energy. Yeah, thanks, Maria. Hope that helped. All right. Okay. What else we got? Anybody else got? Anybody else got questions? Um, I'll answer some of the questions. I'm about done with my tea. Let me go one second. This has been fun. I uh, never know if I'm going to get on here and just ask questions or, or if there's going to be some really wild provocation and, and, uh, and upheaval from my channels. <laughs> mm. Stephanie, thanks for that. Bringing that back. 2027. Okay, what about it? Global cycles changing. Cross planning is ending. Cross the Sleeping Phoenix is going to be in effect. Um, what are some questions about it? Um, I mean, we're going into an age of individuality instead of an age of, of community. We're going into an age of, uh, I guess, more so of selfishness, but not necessarily of selfishness because a lot of the the bargains that we have right now with the cross of planning are very, very selfish. Um, you know, it's, uh, um, in all of human history, the worst, worst time, the absolutely worst time in history for our species has been the cross of planning. More people have died, more people have been enslaved. There's been more problems over the past 400 years than there ever has for our species. So, I mean, that's ending, so it's good. <laughs> Um, more 2027, let's see. What is, the, what is, Tristan says, what is the most grievous teaching in Pop HD that annoys you the most? Everything about Pop HD annoys me because all of it is nonsense. I mean, there's not, <laughs> there's human design and there's not human design. There's human design and then there's something that calls itself human design. You can tell by the language. Words have meaning. Words have definition. We have our own language in human design, our own mechanical language, right? With our own definitions. When you change the definitions of those words, or you change those words, then there's no longer a definition. There's no longer a meaning. There's no longer a system. 
pretty much everything about pop hd is i mean first off it's it's, it's false it's full of fabricated lies it's immoral it's unethical uh, it's reckless it hurts people's lives it actually is harmful to people um, there's nothing about pop hd that um, i don't um, find appalling that doesn't disgust me and that's why it needs to get out of my way get out of my way or i'll destroy it one or the other it has a choice. If it wants to be correct, they can they can start being correct. But otherwise, they, they, I'm going to destroy them one way or another. And that's just a product of need motivation. <laughs> it's not that I don't like anybody. It's just that uh, I, I love my species and, and, and what can help my species more. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Curious about the rave mutation and rightness. Uh, I mean... <laughs> There's, there's so much that goes into that. It's mutated solar plexus, the Ajna works different. Um, it, it's, um, I might do a class on it sometime. There's no way that I can cover that in a live. That alone is, is about a, that's an entire semester of learning in professional school, which I've done that learning, but it's an entire semester, just the mutation and then coming at the rate. Um, so I'm, when I do a 2027 class, I, uh, if I end up doing one, then which I probably will, it will be, it definitely won't be intense. It will be informative. Um, but if I do, then, then I can go over that. Uh, one thing that I can say is that, yeah, they'll, they will all be, the raves will all be all right, just like you and me, Stephanie, and, um, they'll be alien just like us, but very different beings, different, uh, they'll have the same senses as us inner vision feeling touch um, but their their other senses like smell eyesight um, taste those are going to be almost non-existent for them uh, very different beings um, yeah just very 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 different beings um, there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into that um, but if you're if you're all right, then you have have a better understanding of it because they have the exact same variable as us. Uh, human design projector. How can I, as a projector, encourage projector friends? I know it's for 2027. If they are into human design, is it just something they'll have to sit back and? Yeah, it's just, yeah, uh, it's just something I'll have to sit back and hope they come to me for. Yeah, it is. Something to understand is that every single projector in the stand right now is has a fractal line to get on their line of geometry to get involved with the system. So, your projector friends, there's a you know a, a good probability that they will if you stay on their lives and, and you're correct and they're correct. Uh, you know, as far as the way that they interact with you, there, there's a good chance they might get involved in it. Um, but that's going to be dependent upon if they want to become projectors or if they want to stay as probably generators. Most projectors are raised to be generators and they're generators until they actually decide to be projectors. So, um, but one way or another, if they don't make that choice after 2027, it's going to be very, very apparent. Um, it's not going to be too late then, but chances are, are, are not as great 
they'll be able to um, get involved with the knowledge and understand it at that, at that point. Um, will quadrites have an easier time? Salakumi says, will quadrites have an easier time after 2027? Nah, not, not really, no. Um, be, children that are born that are, that are quadrite after 2027 won't be able to um, take in the Ajna conditioning that we do. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, and so the ones that won't be able to take in the Ajna conditioning that we can't, uh, they, <laughs> they will be completely right with no strategic conditioning at all. And they will need to be protected quite literally. And they will have much stronger uh, cognitive abilities, stronger inner vision, stronger feeling cognition, stronger touch cognition, um, you know, to the point where they'll have to be protected from people that will want to exploit them and hurt them. Uh, they will not have an easier time. Will, there, there will be more rightness in in the you know in the coming age, but things will not be easier for being right. Uh, if anything, they'll probably be harder because graves will probably be hunted. Um, it, it's it, uh, it's probably going to be a lot lot more difficult to be right, which is why grave cosmologists carry this knowledge. This is why we're custodians of this knowledge. This is why it's so important. Uh, is because we have to carry this knowledge into you know a new age and we have to pass it down. That's why we that's I mean a, well all of us are very uh, protective of, of the system and protective of, of children and, and you know people involved in design. But that's uh, I mean if there's any reason uh, if there's if there's anything to indicate why I don't fuck around with Pop HD and why I don't fuck around with people that do things wrong, it's that. Um, yeah, human design projector. It is hard seeing projector friends struggle with energy and trying to work and refuse to help themselves. You just have to, I mean, what to do. There's nothing you can do. This is your movie. Um, until, until, until you're correct, you can't give the correct outer authority, right? Um, and, and even when you can give the correct outer authority, you can only give it when you're invited. This is the life of the projector, uh, which we're, we're here to see, we're here to recognize. And, and we, we, we can't guide people that, that don't want us to guide them, even though we can see where their, their, their energy is incorrect. Kimana uh, Peach, how can I support and protect your quad right projector child? Um, goodness. There's some lectures on Jovian that are really important. Um, if you go to if you go to Jovian Archive um, and you go to the audio um, audio section, uh, the free media library, there's a lecture called uh, the Projector Signature Lecture. It's free. It's about an hour and a half. You listen to that. That will give you a very good idea of um, of of what a, what a projector can uh, experience in life if they are not raised correctly. Um, other resources, um, there's plenty of, there's a bunch of projector resources on Jovian. Um, also, you're gonna wanna get the, uh, the quadrate variable lecture specifically on Jovian. Um, so you can understand the, the difference in your in your child, um, how different your child is. Your child is not like any, but I mean, your child is like four percent of, of the population, and you know, less than ten percent of humans that have ever lived. 
I mean, gosh, probably even less than that. Um, your child is not like other humans uh, at all. And, uh, so it's very important that you learn ahead of time um, the gifts that your child has, because an all right projector is going to have quite a few gifts, quite, quite a lot. Um, he's going to be able to recognize uh, what other people can't recognize because he's a projector. Also going to be taking in more than everybody else because all right, uh, it's going to be very, very sensitive, very, very sensitive. Um, yeah, you're going to need some resources on that. Um, Jovian Archive is the best place. Uh, I also do chart analysis. If you want me to look at your chart and look at his chart, you can always do that. And your partner's chart, we can see how the energy works. Um, that way we can, we can make sure that the energy's um, correct in the family and that you're supporting your child uh, in the best way. Um, probable um, but yeah um, feel free to reach out to me I'd love to um, put you in the right direction on that um, if you have trouble finding anything um, and if you your strategy and authority tells you to work with me then I'd, I would love to see what I can do to help them or to help your child um, so I mean yeah it's gonna be different Sammy D, can I ask you, or can I send you a DM to ask you something more specific on my, to my chart? I mean, you can. I don't know if I'll reply. I don't. I don't really have. I don't have energy to, to reply to DMs. Um, I'm a projector. Um, uh, if I if I do have energy to do something, it's because I, I I choose to, right? Um, and and something that feels good to me, I'm all right. So this feels good to me. People are pulling things out of me. But when I get DMs um, asking things about charts, I generally don't reply to them um, because something that is as minuscule as that actually takes energy from me. And without something being given to me, that puts me in an energy deficit, puts me in energy debt, basically. So um, when it comes to things with your chart, I'd you know, book a session, a 60-minute session. It's the shortest that I do. I'd, I'd love to, to help you with it. But... Um, being a non-energy type, I, I can't do anything without an exchange. Design projector. Says, thank you, thank you for this wave of more unique, correct, and source information material here on Instagram. Ever since you and Sam made shifts, it's like I've been able to find more creators who share better and more actionable and correct material. Yeah, I mean, that, that was, that was, uh, I mean, you know, the shifts, it was partly the shifts and part of it, you know, part, part, of, part of it was shifts and part of it was my definition. Um, Sam made shifts. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I pushed a lot of things around and shook a lot of things up to make sure that um, shifts happened um, in in this industry as far as Instagram is concerned because it's entirely different internationally outside of <laughs> social media human design is uh, entirely different um, but yeah that was uh, that was something that needed to happen I need motivation I have a very uh, you know, I, I literally have a provocative design. Um, it was important to me that uh, information be correct. Uh, and 
it was, it was about it, it was it's about that simple it was never a, it was never an ego trip it was never a power trip uh, never has and it never will be um, I'm a custodian of this knowledge so I protect this knowledge uh, I carry this knowledge um, I will for the rest of my life and if somebody tries to taint it or tarnish it or pollute it uh, they need to get out of my way because I'm much more dedicated um, to this work and to this knowledge than they are to making a few bucks off uh, incorrect information and peddling mind candy. It's never anything personal. Uh, I'm sure that some of the people that got out of my way um, felt like it was personal, but it never has been, never will be. Uh, I, I just am yeah, going to protect what I love and, and protect what I know can help children. Especially children that uh, in the future will need protecting. It's a lot bigger for me. Um, it's a lot bigger for, for people who are on a professional level when it comes to human design. So it's a lot bigger than, than uh, the content that we share. We're looking towards the future. Uh, you know, and, and it, it will continue. I will continue to be provocative, uh, I will continue to move people. Uh, either out of the way or in the right direction. Uh, and you know, I'm 32. Uh, I've got a uranium body, so everybody can deal with me for a good 50 years. Um, <laughs> people can either uh, do the right thing, right, and, and, and actually uh, uh, provide actual human design, or they can go do something else. Right? <laughs> not going to tolerate it. Uh, Mara, I have a great quad right projector team in my life. I try to support him. It's so hard to watch his parents' expectations weighing him down. Uh, it's, it's, it's difficult. Um, uh, any time that a kid's uh, child is, is quad right, just give him as much resources as you can, human design resources. It's the only thing that's gonna help them if they're quad right. The, the system is the only, it's the only, the only thing that saves us really um, from the strategic world is the system and, and knowing who we are, knowing what we are. The problem is that we get raised and nobody knows what we are. We don't know what we are and we feel alien and we feel alone. We think we're alone. Then we find human design and we realize that we're not alone. Um, and that the things that we thought uh, we might be crazy for or that people wouldn't believe us um, for are actually real and, and, and that we're not alone. So the best thing that you can do on that, Amara, is, is to uh, give as, as much you know, good source material to that kid, hopefully. Um, does this apply to those who have three right arrows and one left? That depends on where the arrows, it depends on where the arrows are. Um, if, I mean, if you have a right brain, right mind, then you know, that's the most extreme, uh, you know, the, the most extreme expressions of rightness are where somebody has a right brain and a right mind. And then from there, there's four different variations of it. Um, so it's, uh, I need to be more specific on that. Peach. Yeah, she's extremely sensitive. She's taking in everything. Your, your daughter, you know, she's, she's taking in 
aura, electromagnetic fields. Uh, she's taking in radio frequencies. She's taking in the carbon data that's in the actual environment that she's in. She's taking in everything beyond obvious frequencies all the time, 100%. Always, always, always. It never stops. Very sensitive. Um, let's see. Ooh, I am. <laughs> headphone yeah metaphysical compass I mean it's it's pretty simple you know it's, uh, it's keep you know it's like <laughs> when you're honest life's a lot simpler you know it's also a lot easier when you don't people please you don't sugarcoat it's just a it's a lot easier especially when that's you know it's my role my role in all of this is to, to guide people and to help people. It doesn't help if I sugarcoat shit. I mean, how is it going to help somebody? Right? Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, my role is to bring mutation. My role is to, to bring change. Um, a good amount of questions. Yep. Human design projector, being a projector teen is hard. It is very fucking hard, yeah, it is. It's important that the, the projector children are raised correctly. Um, they aren't raised to generate and manifest because they have no way of doing it. Kelly Bullherbs, are you up to share personal stories? I would love to hear more about the time that you followed your strategy and authority something great happened as a result everything that's happened in the past two years of my life that's been good has been a result of strategy and authority I don't know <laughs> um, uh, if that's, uh, that's a really open question Kelly Carrie for somebody who's all right um, yeah that's, that's a very very wide question more specific on that because so that's all I do I, strategy and authority is my that's how I navigate I'm all right I don't have a strategic mind that's getting in my way and telling me to do things a different way um, I, I don't know how to navigate life and without strategy and authority anymore I'm, I've gotten to that point uh, Jessica Jessica Jolie type strategy and authority obviously the key but do you feel brain mind direction is the most significant then the most significant area to support do you feel brain slash mind direction is then the most significant area to support uh well i mean strategy and authority what strategy and authority does is it nourishes the brain system because oh gosh it's hot the the, the brain the mind the mind is is not here to be an authority it's a processing tool. So when you follow strategy and authority, what that does is it releases the mind from having to make decisions and it makes it so that the mind can do what it does best, which is measure things, which is analyze, right? It gets used as a tool instead of a, you know, a decision-making, um, a really bad way to make decisions. Um, I mean, it's a significant area to support, but it's it's gonna 
if you're following your strategy and authority, everything with the mind is going to fall into place over time. Of course, you can be uh, very, very radical and, and, and get there, um, get there quicker. Um, if you're past Saturn return and you're doing correct dietary regimen, your correct environment, then yeah, you can get there quicker. But generally, the it, it takes a lot longer than seven years to help to heal the heal the brain and the mind. Um, it takes seven years to heal the vehicle, but uh, the brain and the mind is much longer, much longer. Um, the mind gets liberated and can do what it does best. Cognitive function improves when you follow strategy and authority. I hope that answers the question. Carrie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're right minded as well. Yeah, um, I don't know, you just kind of stay tuned for, <laughs> that stuff usually, I mean, that stuff can get pulled out of me in uh, more connected settings, you know, classes and sessions, um, it's a lot easier for that stuff to get pulled out of me. Uh, you know, it is not as hot as Vegas, Wellness with Carlo, but it's fucking hot out here. Metaphysical compass. I'm also emotional authority like you. Can I ask? Did you struggle with being impulsive? Did you take? Did it take a lot for you to? Did it take a lot to slow down for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I struggled with. I mean, every emotional being struggles with being impulsive. Before we know what our you know, authority is and how to use it. Um, now I, I, it's, I'm not at all. Now I just I just feel whatever energy I'm in, whether I'm in melancholy or pain or hope, I just feel whatever I'm in and I move through it. Um, but you know, it does take, it does take some time. I mean, it takes, uh, gosh, I, I mean, it takes definitely over a year of, of being radical in your experiment to, to get your authority down. I don't care who you are. Um, you know, I, uh, the point that I'm at now where stretching authority is just natural for me is uh, it's taken a, a, lo a lot of a lot of boundaries very being very radical um, and you know it's difficult you over the over time you're gonna make some correct decisions some incorrect decisions sometimes you're gonna wait for clarity you're not gonna wait for clarity um, and that's part of the part of the process just is, is seeing the difference in your decision making when you have clarity as opposed to when you don't have clarity but uh, make enough decisions with your authority and start becoming very deterred from being impulsive. Um, Jessica Jolly, I was meaning leftness versus rightness, supporting individuals with that. Still not, still, I'm still not getting what you're saying, Jessica. I mean, supporting um, people with their, uh, so it's important for, okay, I kind of see what you're saying now. Uh, this, we live in a left world. So uh, because we live in a left world, it's a remnant of the seven centered being. It's not necessarily critical to support somebody in leftness because everything in this world is left anyways. Um, rightness, absolutely. But 
I mean, there, there are, there's parts of leftness that somebody can get to where they do need um, guidance and do need another cognitive architecture, but that's after years of, that's, yeah, that's after years of living their design. Um, and everything about this world is set up for, for strategic um, individuals. It's not set up for the right. Um, I mean, I guess, uh, sorry, I don't, I don't see a, I don't see a reason to support leftness when it's already supported. I mean, if somebody needs the help, which you know, sometimes people do, sometimes people are, uh, have a lot of leftness in there, um, because there's, there's focus issues, um, with leftness, um, and people don't understand how their, their cognitive uh, abilities work. They don't understand how their focus works and it can create a lot of health issues. It can create problems. And I do work with people on that, um, but that's not something that we would get into with children. Um, well, that's usually something that you get into with, with an adult. Um, what's up, Kiara? How you doing? Uh, yeah, you're welcome, metaphysical compass. Good. anything else I'm gonna about to tap out it's it is really hot out here but if somebody wants to pull something I'm, I'm good with it and you go uh, work on a few things wellness with Clara you don't keep track of your wave you don't keep track of it period it's not something to keep track of it's not a this is very common and um, the wave is not the same as a menstrual cycle it is chemistry that is going to happen when it's going to happen it's not predictable it's nothing that can be predicted you do not keep track of your wave uh, any attempt to keep track of what your wave or to control your wave is going to be volatile it's going to hurt your emotional system it's going to hurt your body uh, and you're not going to be able to have any sort of awareness of your emotional uh, system which is where you know, your, your decision-making awareness comes from. So uh, I never tracked it, never will. And I never will try to control it. It's just energy. Design projector. Um, I mean, human design projector. You're really not. I mean, if you're if you're strategic, it's really not something to focus on or to be concerned about. Um, if you're strategic and you focus on this and you get concerned about it what's going to happen is you're going to get caught up in your mind and it's going to start to distort your decision making process um, this is why it's recommended in professional school that people who are not right don't get involved in variable until after they're, they're graduated um, you'll, you're going to get caught up in something that you don't need to be caught up in um, I mean, at most, I would go on Jovian Archive and get the lecture for your specific variable, um, and then I would just leave it at that. Uh, 
otherwise you're gonna you're gonna focus on on it too much and you get caught up in your mind um, how did wasn't well, honest with Carla how did you identify it at four days then um, I mean I didn't identify it as four days it's it's a, a you know, general rule of thumb is 48 hours for an emotional wave before you make a decision but there's nothing to keep track of right if somebody asked me to do something if somebody asked me you know, they want to do a collaboration or they want me on a podcast or they whatever it is they, they ask me something then I let them know that uh, you know Okay, great. Give me 24 to 72 hours and I'll get back to you. That doesn't mean that I have clarity. That means that I'm going to get back to them and I'm going to say, uh, I'm clear and here's my response. Uh, or I'm not clear yet. I'll talk to you in a few days. It's not it. It's about clarity, right? And I'm a probability person. My view is probability. So I see things always through a lens of probability as long as I'm correct. And probability wise you're going to gain some clarity over two days right more more clarity over two days than you will over one more over 72 than you will over one right but if you wait too long the clarity might go away so it's, it's up to each person how they want to address their authority but I you know, anybody that I ever, anybody that I ever teach, I always general rule of thumb is 48 to 72 hours. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, you're fine. You're fine, Carla. Uh, I mean, I have, I mean, I have the channel of emoting. I have the most volatile, unpredictable emotional wave. Uh, it's a raw adrenalized emotional energy raw and it's based in passion I don't know when I'm gonna go up or when I'm gonna go down or and it, it's it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because all that happens is well uh, I'm just gaining clarity and I'm just gaining a, a better understanding of what's around me the awareness around me the people around me and the way that my channel works is because I have such intense highs and lows, it gives me the ability to um, anticipate people's emotions, to provoke people's emotions, to uh, use people's emotions to get them into a place that is better. Um, I provoke people to live their design. Um, yeah, for, uh, let's see what else we got. So hopefully that... Uh, yeah, no worries on that, on that, Carla. There's, there's not a time frame because it's going to depend on what the decision is. If I'm looking at moving or if I'm looking at buying a house, I'm probably going to wait a lot longer than 72 hours, right? It's going, it's going to be it depends on what the decision is. Um, the, a decision can come within 24 hours. It depends on what the decision is, what is, what is, what is there to take into account. Um, what does it feel like? in your body CD Hamilton what does it feel like in your body when you're clear um, uh, feels like a lack of nervousness I suppose mm, never 100% clear 
being emotionally clear means that it's over 50%. That's being emotionally clear. Carrie <laughs> uh, is 48 hours old. Yeah, 48 hours is a general rule of thumb for anybody. And it doesn't matter what, what the wave it, what the wave is. Um, but, I mean, the other thing is it's, it's going to vary. This is why it's, it's differentiated. You have to know yourself. You know? Well, I mean, I can give somebody a framework. I can give somebody, you know, 48, 72 hours. But that doesn't mean that they're going to have their low, their high, and their midpoint within that time period. It depends on what the decision is. Right? This is about knowing yourself. Uh, and the more aware you become of your solar plexus, uh, the more you know yourself, the more you know where your emotional clarity is. Um, uh, next month I'll be doing uh, emotional authority classes again where we can go over everybody's configurations um, in the class and we can go over uh, the emotional waves and emotional channels in depth um, but without me seeing a body graph it's really really difficult for me to to give any sort of guidance um, so if you want to join that class that'll uh, that's been beneficial to everybody that's taken it uh, let's see. Been waiting for... Yeah, by the flow of Neptune, you're never going to get 100% clarity. Your you're, 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 uh, statement is, I think I've been waiting for 100% clarity with a lot of things. By the flow of Neptune, you're going to get 70% clarity uh, on a good day. You'll get on, on a perfect day, you know, the perfect decision. Um, all of the stars aligning and all of the gods on your side, you'll be at 75% max. That's being emotional. Yeah, Jessica, it is. I mean, it's it, it just it's a longer process. You're 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 taking a, um, emotional authority. You're taking you know you're it's a, you're a photographer that's taking pictures at different angles over time. You're, you're getting different tastes of awareness, whatever that decision is. Kiara, <laughs> I think I wait too long on things. Yeah, Kiara, you also have a defined heart, so I think you're just being wise. <laughs> Neutrality is me, seems like absence of noise, stillness. Yeah, it's important to have clarity. Yeah, that's correct. Human design projector. It is really hard when uh, you've lived impulsively. Uh, you have to sit with your emotions. You have to sit with your emotions. You have to feel them. You have to accept them. You have to accept that they're just chemistry and that they're not um, being caused by anything. Then they're not being caused by anybody. And then it's just chemistry. And that's how you learn to love yourself. And you have to sit with it, right? This uh, living your design doesn't doesn't come easy. It doesn't. This is it's not for. This isn't for people that uh, want things easy. Not at all. Uh, this is this is for people that, that, that don't want to be sheep in a herd. This is for people that want to live a differentiated life. And it takes time. It takes effort. And it takes sacrificing not self things, not self people, not self activities. 
Not so thoughts. Oh, you're welcome by the floating up tomb. I, that's kind of just the analogy that I that makes the most sense to me. Um, you know, it's just, just taking pictures over time, and you know, different with different light exposure, everything's gonna be different. Where's my love, my self uh, It's coming, Kiara. I actually, uh, um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that because I already did the research on it, actually. Um, that's probably going to be a thing. Jessica, yes, no more sheep. Yeah, just here for the wolves and uh, make some make some individuals who aren't wolves into wolves. That's the only way. It's the only way that things get better. It's the only way life gets better. Is when you get out of the homogenization, when you get out of the traps conditioning, get out of people pleasing, get out of listening to what other people say over your authority, get out of giving a fuck about what people think about you. It's the only way life gets better. It's the only way. I mean, there's always going to be things, right? It's, it's, it's always, there's always going to be, you're always going to have to do mundane things, you're always going to have to take out the garbage, right? <laughs> it's not... <laughs> living your design there's always gonna be things that you, that you have to do that aren't you, know, you might not enjoy but overall life is a lot better mm, a lot better when you don't have to worry about you know, when you when you stop worrying about uh, half the nonsense that keeps people's minds busy you know, like uh, what, what people think about them um, <laughs> how many friends they have if somebody cares um, so many things that we get caught up listening to in our minds that are completely irrelevant because at the end of the day this is your life this is your movie it's not about anybody else you know and if you have children oof, it's definitely about your life it's definitely about your movie because you love yourself you can take care of them a lot better right you operate correctly you have more energy better quality of life better quality of life for them so yeah you're always going to come down to you always, 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 always going to come down to you. Not easy when everybody tells you to not you know, operate that way. When people try to, you know, <laughs> I'm a projector. I don't have energy to do things for free. I don't have energy to, I just, I don't. Right? I get on lives because, well, my fourth line body tells me that I need to network and tells me that I need, you know, this is like, uh, we're going to go do this. We're going to, we're going to get on a live and we're going to talk to people and they're going to pull things from you and I'm all right. So when I get things pulled from me, it makes me feel good. This is an energy exchange. It feels good to me. I like it. Yeah, it feels, it feels really good to me, but I can't do anything for free. Right. And it's just, that's just part of it. And people don't like that. A lot of people are, they get, they get my auto reply. I got one, two, and a three. My auto replies and my DMs. <laughs> so if you want to work with me, they have to pay me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving precious energy. It's a precious, precious energy exchange. Now, people don't like that. Uh, that's part of being a projector. Ooh, God. When you're a projector and you learn that that's how things have to be, when you learn that you cannot do things out of the kindness of your art, when you learn that you do not have energy to just do things. You learn that you've been in an energy deficit your whole life. 
because you've been conditioned to think that you have sacral energy to expend. And all of a sudden you realize how many people are the, the relationships, the friendships are just going to blow up when you stop giving that, when you stop giving the energy that you already don't have. Ooh, that's something else. It's really, really something else. But when you decide to be, be a projector and you say, ah, fuck all, this is the way that it is. <laughs> These are my boundaries. This is the way that it works. Life gets a lot better. <laughs> it gets a lot better. <laughs> I love it, Carla. That's awesome. Soul Alchemy, that's been hardcore learning for me. The exchange, I still stumble and give away sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, here in Kiara comes with a good one. How many people use you for your attention? Mm hmm. Yeah, it's it's something. Soul Alchemy, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to learn. Um, this is why I'm, this is why I, I, I'm doing projector empowerment classes. Because it takes more than strategy and authority to be a projector. It just does. If you want to be a projector, it takes education, it takes training, it takes learning. It takes seeing uh, other projectors. We learn through mirrors, so it takes talking and interacting with other projectors. Next month, um, Next month, I will be coming out with something uh, for projectors um, that will be somewhat, uh, somewhat uh, a short-term, um, a short-term way of, uh, of turning projectors into wolves. Uh, I'll, I'll be coming out with that um, probably next month. I'll be launching that. So, uh, if you want to be a projector, become a projector. I mean really become a projector, see as a projector, live as a projector. Um, that's something that's going to be beneficial because, well, there's nobody else that's doing it. There's nobody else that's teaching it. Uh, and it needs to happen. So I'm doing it. Um, human design projector, I'm still so bad at exchange. Always, always, always want to just help people out and get stuck burning myself out. Hardest part of being a projector for me. It's difficult, but Here's the thing. If you're if you're if you're following your strategy, you have to be invited. Right? You have to be invited. So, and then when you're invited, you have to honor your authority. Your authority is not going to tell you to do something that's going to burn you out. To be a projector is to accept and decline. Literally, that's what we do. It's that simple. We're not seekers, we're seers. We don't go out looking for things. Yeah, wolves. You, you accept or decline. That's what people, with me, that's what people's option is. You know? uh, their option is they can give me an invitation, just booking a session, making me an actual offer, you know, actual formal, formal invitation. I got one last night formal invitation and offer. I accepted it. It was a good offer, right? Uh, booking a session, that's an invitation. Uh, booking a class, that's an invitation. 
giving me an actual offer. That's an invitation. But rather than that, I mean, I don't, nobody has any business. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have no business talking to anybody that's not doing business with me uh, or I don't have a connection with, that hasn't established a, you know, energetic connection with me. Just don't. I don't, I don't have the energy for it. So it doesn't benefit me. So even when it comes to helping people, you've got to be invited in the first place. And it's got to be correct for you in the first place. Kiara, you can see it in your head already. Um, <laughs> Kiara, um, it's going to be fun next month. Uh, I'm going I'm to come out with it. It's, it's going to be really, really fun. We're going to, there's going to be some wolves. There's going to be a good amount of wolves that are going to be coming in, into the space, into the experiment. Uh, so Alchemy Clubhouse has been great in terms of meeting and being community with other projectors. Really? Um, you shoot me, a, shoot me a DM about that. I'm curious about that. Uh, I, I have a, a Clubhouse account, but I haven't been on there um, very much. I, I enjoyed it. I, I have a defined throat, so... It's easy for me to talk. <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't take really um, a bunch of energy for me if, if I'm if I'm receiving something in return, um, recreationally, uh, like this, for instance. Um, so it's, if you could shoot me a yeah, shoot me a DM. I'm curious about this now. Uh, Cora, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, the accept and decline energy is powerful. That's the thing is when people, you got to teach people when <laughs> part of becoming a projector is teaching people that you're a projector. People that know me know that if they don't give me 72 hours notice, it's not happening, period. It's not, it's not going to happen. Um, my calendar, you can't book a session with me within 48 hours. You can't. It's a... Uh, you know, this is the way, the way that it, you, you, you set your life up with, with boundaries as a projector. You have to protect your energy. Um, that will be, uh, be, that will be something I'll be teaching heavily um, uh, in this future, future immersion that I'll, I'll be starting next month. Protecting your energy. Uh, Dania's perspective, something interesting that I have noticed is that the more I build and I build rest boundaries in my daily life, the more others around me, especially generators, I know have started to naturally do the same. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're a projector. That's your role. That's our role is to guide energy. We are the only beings that can recognize how to use energy. Just us. And when we're correct, then we can influence others and they can be correct. Very, very, very important. Now imagine when there's a projector that thinks they're a generator. That just feeds into it, right? That just feeds all the nonsense. But when when you're a projector and you're correct and you're resting, then that is going to translate into the other. You know, they're going to be they're going to see that. You can speak from that place. When you're correct, you 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 have uh, the more correct you are, the more you can influence you know, uh, in a correct manner. Uh, projectors, we, we talk, uh, uh, actually, we're kind of now, looks like you can book within 24 hours. Well, there's a business tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I switched it for, um, I switched it for the class, Carrie. 
So I switched it so that people will be able to um, book this upcoming class on Saturday so that they can book that class uh, because sometimes people don't do it until the very end, um, right before. So um, when it comes to classes, uh, I want people to be able to get involved in those classes um, within a 24 hour period. So yeah, that's why that's why that's set up that way. After, um, after Monday, that will get switched um, back to 48 hours. Um, but yeah, totally, Deanna's perspective, totally on that. Yeah, Deanna's perspective, that is part of the shift that's, ha that's, that's going to be happening. Um, when the background frequency changes and there's no longer uh, the community frequency that's holding us together, uh, projectors are, we're, we're the only beings that will be able to guide and organize you know, humans, basically. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's part of it. You're a mental projector, too, if I remember right, which is also uh, has a large part of it. You're designed for outer authority. If I remember right, you're a metal projector. Um, Cora, I'm curious about your thoughts on launching offers. How do you see it in terms of doing versus simply making yourself visible? Ooh, Cora, that's a... <laughs> it depends. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm all right. I'm not strategic at all. So when it comes to stuff like that, uh... Frankly, I, I, I use somebody that is strategic when it comes to things like that. Uh, not totally, but I, I, I always, always get guidance from somebody that's strategic um, in one way or another. Um, you know, at the same time, it also has to do with my authority. So it depends. Sometimes my authority is going to say, mm, you need a second look at this, you know, a, second, a set of strategic focused eyes, right? Uh, sometimes uh, it, it doesn't have anything to do with, with the other. Um, I'm all right, so you know, I don't need any assistance uh, coming up with, coming up with, you know, uh, what I'm going to do and the direction that I'm going to go in. Um, sometimes there's strategic assistance that, that I will need. Um, there's certain things that I'll always need strategic assistance on, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to my down to my authority. Um, you I mean you want to make yourself visible, um, but you, if you're a projector, you don't make yourself available. Availability is sacral. Availability is not for us. So you can make yourself visible, but don't make yourself always available. No matter what offer you're launching, no matter no matter what you're doing, if you're a projector, you're not available. You're just not people can invite you you'd be surprised how many people invite you once you make things that way uh, by flow of Neptune I'm noticing such a tangible contrast as I witness you operating correctly in your business with how incorrectly I've been operating in mine a lot of initiating and forcing on my part yeah well uh, Let's uh, get together when we can. Let's, uh, I can I can guide you through that. I can get you to the point where uh, you're operating correctly. I, I can I can guide you through that, um, whether through one-on-one -on -one sessions or um, some what I have uh, you know, up and coming in the near future next month. Um, but you, you're a projector. You, 
projectors need to learn from other projectors. That's the way that it works. That's the only way we get to see ourselves. It's the, that's the way that we learn uh, is through the mirrors of ourselves. So uh, hopefully I can, uh, hopefully uh, your, your authority um, wants to, you know, you want to, you want to learn more and you, you push that through your authority, whether you learn that with me or learn that through, you know, self-study or <clears throat> another projector. It's just, <clears throat> it's important that you learn from a, from a projector specifically. Uh, that's the only way you get, we get to see ourselves. Okay. Goodness gracious. I'm burning up. Uh, <sighs> I'm going to take off. It's been fun, everybody. I've, I've really enjoyed this life. Um, Cora, yes, 100%. Nothing compares to being seen by another projector. Only we can see each other, that's the thing. Just like only we can recognize energy, only we can see each other. Others can see us, but not the same way that we see each other. And it's something to understand as a, as a, as a projector. This will save you a lot of bitterness. It's, you never, never expect somebody to see you. Uh, the way that another projector will see you now. And here's the other thing is, are they actually a projector? Have they learned how to be a projector? Because if they haven't learned how to be a projector, they're probably still generating and manifesting. Um, yeah, you're welcome, Carrie. Um, Sacral Journal, it's always a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad that you were, you were here on this live. You're fantastic. Okay, well, everybody follow your strategy and authority. Love yourself. Have a good uh, rest of your evening. Um, and, well, you'll hear from me soon. <laughs>